0: Warning! The following episodes have spooky content and foul language afoot. Aside from the spooky and foul language you're going to hear, pen names are also used. Here at the Introverted Poets Podcast, we pride ourselves on using pen names. The purpose of the pen names is to enjoy storytelling with no holds barred. Of course, unless you want to go without a pen name. Enjoy! Hello, hello, everybody. It is I, Rachel I am we to read to you all the submission sent in by Nightwing Special Request. That's right. Here at the Introverted Poets Podcast, if you don't feel like sharing your voice and you want to come in anonymous, we give you the option of picking who you want to narrate your story. You could choose between me, the Kiki Fit Mama, Ileana Jade, and Barrio Brujo or Miss Monroe, and of course our guest narrators for our Spanish stories. Because the name of the game is to remain anonymous and an you know, you get it? So, without further delay, let's get down and play and sending you all love from Brooklyn! And shout out to the Bay. Rachel Harris here, lending you the vocals for Nightwing Story. Here we go. Okay, so this story happened on October 12, 2013 on 11.59pm. On that evening, I worked from 3 to 11pm and I remember telling my ex I was so hungry and that for her to come to h with me on Saunders. Mind you, she lived blocks away so it was within walking distance for her house. Anyway, by the time I clocked out, she was outside waiting for me. I asked her if she was craving and to my surprise, not really, she said, McDonald's. So, I said fine. My brother worked at HGP Carpas and he didn't clock out till 2 a.m. So we had a ton of time. This was pre-pandemic. McDonald's was still 24 hours with the lobby open. So we killed and made our way towards McDonald's. After we ate, I told my ex to let me go home and change for my uniform so we could pick up my brother. I had a habit of always exiting towards the left on the drive-thru so I can get back around towards Nixon. But this time I made a mistake and went right and I was facing the light and looking towards the hospital I then got the red light so I go and all of a sudden I get this really hard hit on the driver's side. But anyway, going before we go further into that we're going to go back to this part. I had this side cup holder on the driver's seat which was awesome, I loved it. Anyway, I'm getting carried away. So, I see the cup floating in air slow motion. I'm freaking out and I tell myself what the f is going on. And then I look to my right and my ex is literally almost out the window. So I lift my right arm, trying to pull her back into the car when all of a sudden I feel my heart racing a hundred times faster than normal. And I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Mind you, we were already in the ground with my car destroyed when I saw this hand and what I could only imagine was a white suit. I couldn't see his face, but he put his hand on my chest next to my heart and told me it wasn't my time. I don't remember how long I was out, but when I woke up, the police officer, who was there to witness everything, told me what had happened to me. I asked the police officer who that man was and he said, What man? There wasn't anyone there but me. I witnessed everything. He said he was at the intersection of Saunders and Malinche. He rushed over to me after the car stopped flipping in the air and when I finally hit the light post. He for sure thought we were dead. He called it in and stayed there so he didn't know what I was talking about. To this day, it still remains a mystery to me after some time, and my ex, and I talk about it, but we both don't understand what happened. She doesn't know what I'm talking about either. It didn't help that she was a heavy drug user. No, I wasn't on drugs. I never used drugs even till this day. So I knew she wasn't gonna remember, but I still wanted to see if she saw something or someone there that night. Still gives me the chills thinking about it. So that's the story of what happened to me that night, near death experience or out of body experience. What do you guys think? That was a submission from Nightwing. His brother, The Dark Knight, has submitted two seasons ago and we might get another submission from him, but this has been Rachel Harris, and it's been a wonderful pleasure reading this story to you all. Stick around to find out what other spooky tales of the winding road you all have submitted.
1: Hello, Ms. Monroe, with another paranormal experience. This story is a paranormal experience that I shared with an ex-boyfriend of mine, and it's a story about a haunted hotel. Uh, the hotel is called Hotel Ava. Now, I don't know if you've heard any stories about this hotel, but there are some strange experiences um, and history behind the hotel. So uh basically, this hotel used to be a Holiday Inn. And I want to say maybe five, I could be wrong, it could be six years ago. um Before, when it was a Holiday Inn, there was a, a tragic ending there that happened within a family dynamic where a man had shot his wife and his children in one of the hotel rooms, which is why they ended up closing the holiday and they, um, reinvented it and created the Ava Hotel. Now, I believe it was actually the sixth floor. I could be wrong, but you know, there's some kind of strange, um, strange activity that happens on this floor. Now, I've heard stories about children going missing at the hotel and being found on this floor. Um, so me and my ex-boyfriend, we were thinking like, Hey, you know, like, Let's go smoke a cigarette. You know, let's find a place to smoke. But for some reason, he thought there was a patio up there. So we're getting in the elevator, which the elevator is sketch as hell. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. We get into the elevator. And then so we go up to this floor. The floor is completely wrecked. It's abandoned. Um, There's just nothing but trash everywhere. Old lamps, you know, things that are breaking up. There was actually a storage room that was open. And I was... (laughs) actually gonna go in there but it was really pitch black and it was kind of creepy looking but you know me as a person who practices divination you know I started trying to communicate with the spirits because I thought or felt that there could be possibly a spirit there with us right so here I am trying to joke around but at the same time being serious I'm like hey you know um if there's any spirits here like you know you can channel through me and we can communicate right and so I thought that was a great idea. But, you know, I started getting sketched out, feeling a little spooked out. So I said, nah, let's get into the elevator. You know, let's go back down to the to the first floor and you know smoke our cigarette right and we get into the elevator right and then we go we click the first the first floor button and then all of a sudden the elevator goes down and then takes us straight back up to the sixth floor and when i closed the door like i was like oh no hurry hurry close it i actually did get a little spooked out freaked out i was just you know joking around so um i pressed the closed door button real quick and the doors opened again so it was really sketch. it was really weird um and then hey his cousin ended up telling me those stories about the children going missing and being found on that floor getting lost so i thought it was some suspicious creepy like paranormal experiences that i wanted to share here on the podcast with y'all so i hope you guys like that story if you guys have any stories regarding you know the ava hotel or any haunted hotel stories please please
2: uh thank you everybody for tuning in to this year's spooky scary spectacular i am the geeky fit mama here to continue this first episode of Season 4, Spooky, Scary, Spectacular. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in with us. This is the fourth installment, therefore it's called Volume 4. For those of you not familiar and just tuning in, Spooky, Scary, Spectacular is one of our favorite staples here in the Introverted Poets podcast, along with a not-so-happy Valentine's Day special, What makes spooky scary and not-so-happy special. Is that we could do away with the interviews, which is our normal format throughout the season regularly, where we have the writer, painter, fashion designer, whatever artist they have they are, whatever medium they use, we interview them in that process. Then we talk about what pieces they're working on, so on and so forth. We 86 the interviews and we start talking about just the story like you just talk about what happened so for example here during spooky scary you just talk about your paranormal experience or the listener just writes about their paranormal experience whether it be anonymously read by us pen name audio clip video clip however you want it to be done so this next story is an experience by yours truly check it out it was on a date night this past october of 2023 I was out with my husband and we were, you know, having family night. I had just started my new job and it has been very exhausting. So rather than going out to dinner, I just like to stay in, have a drink or two, and then just be having catch-up time with my husband since he works two full-time jobs. We really take our alone time, our couple time seriously. So as I was saying, it was on a Friday night. I want to say maybe like October 6th or October the 13th I'm not too sure and um, as we were like cruising by trying to decide what to eat I was just like you know what baby I'm too tired like there is no way I can sit down and wait for a table and you know have to deal with a bunch of other people let's just go pick up baby girl and come back home so luckily my parents live really close by to our house so as we were driving by home, I was looking out the window and we were driving by a body shop on Arkansas Street and I it I noticed that it was like brightly lit and I was just like, okay, and it was already like nine thirty ten since it is getting darker sooner. I um was just looking out the window and I noticed like this chunky man with um like a button nose, sandy hair and like I was just like, oh okay. And what caught my attention it was not the body shop. It was the house that's across the street from it. And I was and it's on the corner of Market in Arkansas. And I was like, oh wow dude like this is super she like imagine living on the corner of the street and they're, like all the cars that pass by like you can't even park your car out here without worrying somebody's gonna hit it because people drive like shit here especially in that pocket of the city and on the other side of market too as well so um, as mentioned like earlier the Nightwing the person who had submitted his story um, he happens to be from the area and this is what happened I hope you all can see the screenshots there it did blur out the names just because he does want to stay anonymous and we respect that here in the introvert Post podcast so I asked him and he said I witnessed someone take their own life there when I was 10 to 12 years old and that it was crazy so I told him I saw this person last week I didn't think much of it because most men in Laredo work on their talleres. So a tallere is like a body shop, basically, until late. And it's true, like some men, that's their hobby. And they'll be out there till 3, 4 in the morning working on their car, and that's normal here. So, And as I mentioned, it was that badly placed house that I was like, the hell? That's horrible. So he said that it, due to um, CPS deeming the house not hospitable for humans or for children to live in, They took this gentleman's children away, and right after that, he unalived himself by shooting himself in the head. So uh, the way Nightwing said it was that him and his friend were outside, and that he at first aimed the gun at him and his friend, and then that he pointed it to himself and blew his brains out. And his words were, I can't do this anymore, but in Spanish, and go to hell in Spanish. And then afterwards, that's when he proceeded to aim the gun at Nightwing and his friend. So after we had this conversation, I told him, like, is it okay if I share this information? If I just change your name? He said, yes. So um, it it was crazy because I told him, by the way, your shirts are already being made. Um, Then as we were conversing, that's when I asked him, like, can I ask you a question? And it's the tire shop that's right behind this new taco shop that opened. They open at night and they have like sombreros hanging on the fence. The food's obviously popping. They're always packed. And that was crazy. Like, so now every time I drive by there, I always look at the tire shop to see if I'll see the apparition again. And the way I describe the man, like chunky with sandy brown hair, a button nose and like a dark uh, dark blue button down is the way... Um, Nightwing said the man looked like so this is the geeky fit mama and that was my paranormal experience of 2023 recently but no after seeing that apparition at the tire shop I turned away I looked back and the man was gone nothing too scary but it was just the way it unfolded and the way I got the information like at first glance seeing it I knew that what I saw wasn't normal or real or not real but not normal but then getting that confirmation from nightwing was crazy so yes um i'm the geeky fit mama i hope this story was interesting to you and i hope you're enjoying spooky scary spectacular and i hope you're safe out there having a wonderful time black Friday shopping welcome to this installment of our first spooky scary submission from one of our veterans from season two. If you all have been around, you might've heard the name of Jude Ash before, but we're going to start doing this differently. And this submission is actually done in the studio. Actually, I want to say your first submission was done in the first old studio backed by the Three Points headquarters. And she shared very awesome ghostly encounters. You can find that on Spotify. That's when we were without the video in... The video platform that Miss Monroe spearheaded as of last season. So it's part of Tales from the Monte. Judas is here to share her experiences at a local park here in where headquarters is stationed, Laredo, Texas. I am the Geeky Fit Mama in studio with Judas. This is a previously recorded installment.
3: Okay, so this took place um, in a park here in South Laredo. Uh, I believe the park is called, uh, Dryden Memorial Park or something like that. Um, but yeah, so my daughter's dad and I co-parent and we often take her, uh, our daughter to, to the park, uh, to eat just stuff like, like outings. Um, and so this particular time we took her to that park and it was our first time at that park. So when we got there, um, there were only three other kids there in that like little play area and they were all siblings. So it was uh, a little girl and her two, two younger brothers. So the little girl must've been seven, eight years old max. Uh, the little, the middle child was probably maybe like six, I'd say. And the youngest one was probably like two, maybe going to turn three soon. Um, so my daughter was older than their youngest, but younger than the, the middle child. So, um, just so you can get a perspective of the kids and like the setting, I'm going to be a little bit heavy on the details, but, um, so the kids were like being wonderful. They weren't being rowdy. They were all taking turns, um, going down the slide with my daughter. Like they were being super, super, super gentle. Um, and so but we, at some point, my daughter, my daughter's uh, dad and I could tell that the little girl was kind of trying to initiate, like, you know, to play with my daughter. But, like, she didn't really know how, because we were also kind of just being helicopter parents. So, uh so we just kept praising the kids, like, for, for doing a good job and, like, taking turns and stuff. So um basically letting them know that, like, they can play with our, our daughter and it was okay. So at one point, well, they started playing, and at one point, the little girl goes, uh, oh, let's play hide-and-seek to, like, everybody. So my daughter does, doesn't really necessarily get the concept of hide-and-seek yet. Uh, well, she didn't at that time. And so um, she just kept going down the slide. And so the little girl gets down, like, off of the little, like, bridge area on the playground and she starts counting but she's down there where my daughter's dad is and then the other the middle one the middle kid he was also underneath uh the playground he was hiding underneath so she started counting right he went to go hide and then the youngest one was hiding up there uh by the dome area like you know that those slides on the on the playground like the, the biggest light normally has like a little dome over it um so he was hiding in there like where the dome is and so my little my little girl was going up the stairs to that same slide to go down. And so when she was going to enter the dome, I could see she was headed toward it, toward it. Um I like started approaching her to tell her to like to tell her to be quiet. Um basically enter to, to to be quiet and to like be careful, not to like step on the kid cuz he was hiding and I didn't want to like say it out loud either cuz I, I didn't want to blow the kid's cover, right? So as she gets closer to the stairs, I, I get closer too, and I tell her, okay, be careful. And she just immediately goes down the slide like nothing. Like she didn't, like nothing was in her way. Uh, She didn't like move a little, like slightly to like nothing. So here's the, the view I had. I was in the back of the slide, so I was getting like behind the scenes view. So I could see inside the dome, but through the back. And my daughter's... uh. Dad was in the front of the slide. So he can see inside the dome too, but through the front. So we could essentially, we could both see inside, um, but just him from the front, me from the back. So when she went down and like, I know, noticed like she didn't even like nothing, you know, she just went down. I was like, what? So I ran to the front, maybe the like six feet in front of me, tops. And I asked, uh, my daughter's dad, I was like, Hey, um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Backtrack. Uh, when I ran to the front, I saw the little one hiding underneath the playground too. So I saw both of them. Right, it was it was the the middle one like toward the back, and this little one kind of next to my daughter's bed, but like underneath the playground. And so I asked him, like, had, did he just come down this leg? And he was like, No, he's been hiding here. Why? And I was like, because I, I mean, I just I saw him up there in the. He was like, No, just uh, our daughter. You know, our daughter had gone down the slide. So I was super spooked to say the least. Um, I kind of wanted to go. I was like, no, like I kind of want to leave. Like those, those, those weird, <laughs> you know. like there's no way I could have imagined that. Like, I mean, I was straight up looking at this kid hiding for a little bit, you know, for not a few seconds, like at least a good, good minute, probably. Um, and so I was super spooked. And then my daughter's dad goes. He like had to make it a super sad situation, and he was just like. He's like, it's really sad if you think about it. And I was like, what? And he's just like, yeah, he's like the little girl announced, you know, we should play hide and seek. And that's what he was doing. You know, he was he was hiding. And I, that made me start bawling my eyes out. I thought it was so sad. and I was like, oh, my goodness. But, um, but yeah, so that happened here at that park. Um, yeah.
1: Thank you.
4: This is the Geeky Fit Mama, and I hope you all enjoyed our first installment of this season's Spooky, Scary, Spectacular. That was a story from Nightwing, myself, Judash, and of course, Miss Monroe. If any of you all are familiar with any of the places mentioned below or you've had an experience in these places that was mentioned in the video episode or audio, however you consume the Introverted Poets podcast please comment down below and don't be afraid. Get down and play with us. And for those of you that submit it, don't be afraid to post pictures of yourselves with the Spooky, Scary, Spectacular shirt this year. And shout out to Cortazzo's Creations, Jamie Cortazzo, for making our Spooky, Scary, Spectacular shirts. This is the Geeky Fit Mama and as always, I hope you all stay safe out there and I'll catch you next time for the second installment of Spooky Scary Spectacular and as always, stay safe out there. Bye! -bye.